And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here to hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. And well, today I'm excited to continue the series, The Last Harbinger, the biting satire about a world on the brink of disaster by Crazy Dog Audio Theater, the one and only, uh, from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, previously on the show, we were introduced to the land of Moloch, who are having a rambunctious Zero Tolerance Day celebration, uh, gloriously celebrating themselves and burning books when a mysterious traveler appeared from an alternate dimension, warning them of their imminent destruction and offering salvation to their doomed planet. Yet uh, it was with missiles rather than open arms that they chose to invite the stranger in. And now we find out what happens next in the second episode of Last Harbinger. Hope you enjoy. Crazy Dog Audio Theater presents The Last Harbinger, an elegy for shadows fleeting in twilight by Roger Gregg. Episode 2, Our Big Sword, says hello. Our story is set in a possible place where a door has opened through a shadow of space on a world called Moloch, where by its own hand, it's killing itself, its air, water, and land. Moloch was hurling to its imminent doom, choking to death on its own toxic fumes. Now a harbinger came to aid this land, but they did not welcome a helping hand. We interrupt our special holiday program to bring you a message of national security from the office of our figurehead leader, Andres Kressel. People of Moloch, sit down. I have shocking news. First, let's be clear. We are winning. That's right, Andres, darling. Hello, everyone. Hi, Gadriel. Gadriel, something serious has happened. Really? Yes, it concerns the threat. The threat? Oh my, that is serious. The threat, the unseen, unknown underground organizations lurking in our midst. It could be the person sitting next to you right now. Yes? What has happened? The threat has issued a new threat. Oh my. Children and old rich people may find this upsetting. Play the message. Your so-called civilization is doomed. Imminent destruction. You are doomed. It's too late. You are doomed. And that's the message. Oh, my mammon. This is serious. Yes, and real. It's ultra-level 13. No. First, we could only go to level 10, then 11, then 12, and now you're saying... 13! Oh, oh my. Don't worry. Calmly. For though we are alarmed enough to stifle all rational thought, still we are not frightened, for we have the greatest weapon possible, the unquestioning self-righteousness of our people. And the piggest bile of weapons ever. Yes, 20 megatons for every ugly and hungry child. Pause. But with this new ultra-level 13 threat, we need extra vigilance from everybody. 
What can people do, darling coach? Well, we don't know how or when or why or where, but we do know if, and we know there is no if. They will strike! So be on guard against strangers. I'm looking out already. Embrace her. I know I can count on you. We are winners. And that's why we remember who we really have to thank here today. Our Lord Mammon, who looks down on us all. That's right. We all know that Moloch is Mammon's chosen land. How do we know? <laughs> well, stupid, it's obvious. We're rich. We are fed and are not hungry. Our nodules gleam, and our viscous glob sacks are siphoned. We have stylish clothes. We are not naked, like our chimney sweeps. We are healthy. We are not infected with the deviant sickness. We are free to shop 24 hours a day, and not dog-collared in our overcrowded prisons. Obvious signs of Mammon's rewards bestowed on us because we are so good. But Mammon has also given us a mission, a sacred mission, to protect what we have taken from those who want to take it from us. The poor, the sick, the imprisoned. Now as Moloch heard the word from their lord, Behind the scenes, they reached for a sword. And when over their horizon the harbinger appeared, he was shot from their sky with a flaming spear. Dr. Malthus, something is happening around the black hole. Yes, space is rippling like pebbles being dropped in a pool. Systems holding stable, entering parallel dimension. Is everything ready? Yes, Doctor. You can't do this. I thought we agreed this was best, Professor. I did not agree. This alien has been sent here to help us. Professor Abigail, you may be our leading scientist, but for the last time, if you wish to observe these proceedings, then I suggest you quietly drink your cup of hot stimulant... I can't ...or let... I shall have you removed. Matter stabilization is on. Sliding through now. Systems holding... My body... There he is. He's out of the black hole. Lock on the target. Yes, sir. Target identified. Target locked. Commands countdown. Defense system is go. Silo opened. Clear launch area. I'm entering a slow orbit now. Fire. Missile is away. This is madness. We shall see. You should be seeing me now as I come up over your horizon. A little light, low in the sky, offering a message of hope. The data that we have on your ecosystem will help you see what's really happening. Hold on. Oh, now, now that's odd. There's something approaching. I see what looks like some kind of... Mayday! Structure damage! Structure failure! Losing system! 
He's coming down. We've disabled his ship. He's coming in for a forced landing. Keep a close track on the craft. Have the rapid response team standing by. He must be captured alive. Yes, sir. Plotting trajectory now. <laughs> Entering a new dimension completely unarmed. <laughs> what a fool. D Dr. Malthus, if the alien continues at his rate of descent at this trajectory, he will touch down in sector... Uh... What's happened? I've lost contact. Oops. It seems I accidentally spilled my drink. Accident? The system is completely shorted. You should never set drinks near computers. We've lost him. Do you realize what you've done? I think that you've lost your alien. He'll be found. Don't worry. Going down fast! Can't keep steady course! Escape procedure! Escape procedure! Uh, here it is! Here it is! Uh, one! In the event of a system failure in alternative dimensions, the survival suit must be worn to ensure corporeality and, and for protection from the planet's toxins. I must get into the suit or I don't stand a chance on this poison planet. Quickly! Outside of Moloch, all tossed in a heap, was a mountain of waste they did not keep. On the garbage, trash, and toxic debris sat a man called Ben Dagan who could not see. Big trains rolling down the cold steel track. Black stack of smoke trailing down its back. Throttles wide open as the whistle screams. Stoking up the fire on our forehead of steam. Going so fast, can't read the signs. What's way down at the end of the line? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, what do they call that now? Uh, ironic? Uh, laconic? <laughs> Bubonic? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Time for a bit of the old snap, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're riding the first class now. <laughs> yeah. Standing room only for big box cars. We're riding the rails to a trailer stars. One big family in a bag of bones. We all ride together. We all ride alone. Those at the bottom getting screwed by the top. Hey, hey, I hear you, Mudo. You hear? I know you're there. Don't you come any closer now, crazy kids. You keep away, you hear? You, you have something, Bang? I think so. No, not. Hey, look. Get off. Leave off the guitar now. Come on. I think you have slops, maybe. No, I, I, I told you. Muto's very starving. You're going to have to wait for the next dump like everybody else. The pipe's going to puke soon. Go get your spoon and stand in line. The little ones are too fast with their little feet. They get the best pickings. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Oh, bang. Oh, don't do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bang, you're sad. Oh, I, I ain't sad. I, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm riding the first class. <laughs> bang, man. I ain't never gonna do that snap. 
It takes your mind, then it kills you. Oh, don't you get it, Mudo? <coughs> the air kills you. Oh, this place kills you. All them running sores we got is gonna kill you. Uh, everything kills you. Oh, you're foaming. Oh, wipe it off. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, my lung. <laughs> oh! What is that? Uh, has the war finally come home? It's a big ball of fire in the sky and it's ice coming this way. Oh, man, we gotta get out of here. Uh, Ludo! Fast! Run! Run away! Wait now! Can't see, um, help me, Mudo! Mudo! Oh man, that was close. Must seal the suit. The toxic atmosphere. I must seal the suit. Hey, Doc. Hey there. I'm over here. I'm over here. You, you gotta follow the sound now. Follow the sound. That's it. Come on. Hey, you, you, my suit. You, you must step the hood in the in the in the back. I can't reach. Oh yeah. Yeah. You sound a bit uh, shook up after that uh, uh crash. Oh, quick, quick, reach around the back of my neck. See what? Down here. Down here. See. I, I can't reach down that far. It's 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 like a zipper. I, I can't see, uh, Mister. I, I can't see anything. Oh, just feel for it, please. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, so I say down uh, here. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait it. now. Uh, this uh, zipper thing. Here. Pull it up. Pull it up quick. All the way. Uh, like uh, this. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's better. That's much better. Oh. Oh, the filters are working now, yeah. Thank you, my... You saved my life. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Where am I? What? Well, what are the coordinates? Coordinates? <laughs> um, well, now, let's see. Uh, over that way, I hear the lubricant trains running. Uh, uh, over there is uh, the big pipe, which, you know, sort of uh, spews out uh, whatever it is. Uh, down there in them boxes is where Muto and them kids live. And, uh, and the bad smells that kill you uh, come from over there. So you gotta lay down if the wind changes. <laughs> You're not very precise, are you? Uh, very precise? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm Bang Dagan. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I hope you don't mind me asking, but... Uh, you found the war, right? The war? Yeah, you know the war. Uh, the war, you know? I'm not from any war. <laughs> yeah, right, y'all. You hit your head or something? No. <laughs> oh, I think you hit your head. I did not hit my head. Well, I think you got yourself a big old whack on the head. I did not get a big whack on my head. Then why don't you know about the war? Because it's... Oh. What's wrong with your eyes? Oh, uh, they went dark a long time ago. <laughs> Got sick when I was a baby. Uh, no money for a doctor. Uh, hey, you with the police? No. Because I didn't do nothing now. Here. Uh, what, what What? are you doing? Just just hold still. If I understand what? my interdimensional particle <sighs> transference, I, well, I no, think the, this might just work. What might work? Just close your eyes and keep them closed. <sighs> All right. Oh, uh, oh, 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 uh, oh, oh, 
really felt the energy drain there. Any better? Uh, I don't know. Can you see? We, I don't know. Open your eyes. Hey! Hey, I, I can see you! Oh, wow! <laughs> so these are my hands, huh? Oh, it works, then. How the heck did you do that? Well, I transferred some energy from my suit into your eyes. Well, I, I don't know how to thank you, stranger. Well, I need to get out of here. Oh, all oh, right, I, I get you. You on the run, huh? Well, something like that. <laughs> Which way do you think is best? Well, I won't tell you, but uh, I'll show you if you take me with you. All right. Gather up all your belongings. My belongings? <laughs> oh, man, there ain't nobody have belongings. Oh. <laughs> all I got is what I carry. Uh, just this here and my bag of snap. And you ain't getting any. It's mine. It's fine. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, we head toward them hills. Uh, come on this way. I, I, I tell you, man, I, I ain't never seen any of this. I tell you, it looks as ugly as it smells. <laughs> Have you found anything? Nothing, Doctor. Just bits of scrap. And nobody found? No, sir. Maybe the scavenger stole it, sir. No. I think our strange visitor is very much alive. Sir? Sirs, I, I can tell that you wish... Stop right there! You know the rule, boy. No plate carriers within ten metres. I've seen the stranger. Stop. Hold your fire. Come here, boy. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. I only tried to help. Yes. Boy, tell us of this stranger. He came out of the crash. Did you get a good look at him? I, I was far away. Where did he go? He headed off that way, with Bang. Bang? Who's Bang? An old blind man, Snaphead. I see. Into the hills. I, I help you? Yes. Muro is in a bad way. Maybe you help Muto? Yes, of course. Guards? Yes, Doctor. Sanitize the witness. But I... Seal off the area. Sanitize everyone. Tonight our figureheads will make an announcement. Our visitor won't get far. Hurry up, girl. Hurry up. Oh, yes, Mrs. Cressel. I'm just flopping the ruffles on your apron. Forget the apron. How are my nodules? They're lovely, ma'am. I feel bloated. I am bloated, aren't uh, I? No. Perhaps the apron's too tight. Don't you lie to me. Oh, I can loosen it if you like. Knife on me. But, Mrs. Cressel, your press conference... You're going to talk. Yes, sir. I am going to talk at the teleprompter. Yes. I'm a good reader. Yes, sir. Yeah, you see, Andras is going on first. Get the siphon pump now. Yes, Mrs. Cressel. I'm a good reader. Uh, um, here it is. There. Right there. Do you see? Yes. Well, then do it. Uh, okay, yes, Do ma'am. it. Oh, oh, oh. I think you got the wrong Yes, yes. That's it. This is Darissa Nurgle. And I'm Jack Sabacco. The lovely Jack Sabacco. Lovely, yes. But you know, I've been thinking. Thinking? You? But you're not... Um... Yes, you see, I'm also smart, Darissa. Oh, right, Jack. Smart, but lovely. And smart. 
I want people to look beyond my nodules. And today, as we look beyond Chax's nodules, we're covering live the latest special announcement from our figurehead. And spokesperson for lubricants everywhere. Yes, but most importantly, Chax, let's not forget that in our hearts, above all else, he's our inspiring team coach. And he's coming out now. It's Andras Kressel. <laughs> the teleprompter. Where's my words? Oh, there it is. <clears throat> I come before you today to speak honestly and off the cuff about a matter that threatens our sacred true way of consumption. But first, let me say this firmly, with earnest face. As Mammon blesses us with ever more living space, thanks to our growing range of consumer lubricants, we must always remember the traditional value core beliefs, which gave us rightful dominance over the ugly and cursed of our world in the first place. I know that in my typical case as an average person, just like you, what's gotten me here today, besides generations of selective family inbreeding, has been the love of a wonderful, wonderful, and yet also so wonderful woman. Aww. Yes, with proud smile. I refer, of course, to my lovely wife, Gadriel. Gadriel, honey, come out here and stand beside me. Oh. Isn't she lovely? Oh, hello. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. You were all so well rehearsed and kind. I really wasn't expecting this. You see, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, don't be, darling. <laughs> I'm still in my apron, darling. I was baking uh, this. Oh, home-baked pie. Yes. Doesn't that smell good, everyone? Oh. Thank you so much. Andras, darling. What's that, Gadriel? I wish in my heart that I could hand out a great, big, yummy free slice to every single child in Molek. Mm. I could, you know, but I won't. Because I know that would be wrong. That would be so, so wrong. Some deserve it, and others don't. Those bad Ugly, lazy children. Oh, yes. To the beautiful that Mammon has blessed, like us, more shall be given. And the others, well, they will always be with us, won't they? Not if our sanitizing effort goes well. Amen. And that's why we're here before you today. Pause. Wait for close-up. Speak soft and sincere. My fellow average citizen... We face grave danger as never before. You'll recall that the threat has recently issued a new threat to destroy our way of life well. Our valiant agents in the field have uncovered new evidence that the threat is indeed on the move. Look gravely into camera. On the move in your neighborhood. They could be next door to you right now. Yes. So be vigilant. Any strangers... Report them right away. 
It is a fight of good and right. Us. Against evil and wrong. Them. Which side do you want to be on? The winning side! Remember, darlings, only you can cast that first stone. And if every chosen citizen picks up a stone, together we shall triumph. You know this is real. It's on your television! Thank you. We can now take some of your questions. Yes, you. Yes, I'm Jack Sabacco, Channel 66 News. The lovely Jacks. Yes, but also smart. And lovely. Are you finished? That's why people watch our news, Jacks. To see the events we make real. That and your nodules. Right. Mr. Kressel, this new threat, now who or what exactly are we meant to look out for? Jacks! Yes, we leave for a vacation tonight, because like anybody else, Gadgel and I need to take time off to relax. Uh, no, sir, that's not what I asked. <laughs> that's not what... Isn't he supposed to ask about it? <laughs> well, Chucks, and the security staff here will certainly know that I'm really speaking off the cuff when I say this in response to your surprised, unapproved question. This new threat, well... It's really about looking out for any kind of difference. Now, it could be a little thing, like not hanging a large enough flag on your porch, darling. Or a big thing, like helping a strange-looking stranger. Isn't that right? Oh, please, Mrs. Kressel, forgive Jax. He's not well. Oh, but I'm lovely, right? Jax, please. Tell us, uh, Mr. Kressel... Give me that. Hey, what? Me Have that. you any vacation plans this year? Andras. What? Oh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yes, we leave for a vacation tonight because, like anybody else, Gadriel and I need to take time off to relax and enjoy simple family things. For we have been blessed. <clears throat> Next question. Can you offer us words of encouragement at Good question, and yes, I can. For at this time, we stand at a crossroads. A crossroads of good and evil, hot and cold, on or off. You're either for us or against us. It's really that simple. This is the reality and the truth. The truth of goodness and the goodness of truth. You know it's true. It's on your television. Come, join us out on the limb of purity, high above the starving and cursed. And together we, the chosen, shall cut ourselves free from the trunk of evil with the saw of self-righteousness. May mammon bless you. If you deserve it. That's right. You've been listening to episode two of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's The Last Harbinger. Featuring Simon O'Gorman, Deirdre Malloy, Morgan Jones, Georgina Miller, Roger Gregg, Dermot McGuinness, Louis Gregg, Karen Ardiff, David Murray, Phil Proctor, and Melinda Peterson. Dialogue recording by Mark McGrath, floor manager Siobhan Mannion. The Last Harbinger was written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more. Visit our website at crazydogaudiotheatre.com. And that was episode two of The Last Harbinger by Crazy Dog Audio Theater, the disturbing continuation to the dark world of Moloch, which we'll be visiting again for the next three weeks this August on the show. 
Next week, we'll find out if the troubled harbinger can bring his message to the people or if there's any hope at all or if the leaders have truly dumbified everyone. In the meantime, if you want to check out more coverage, news, reviews, and discussion, go to the blog, www.radiodramarevival.com. You can also download previous episodes there via the podcast, subscribe via the podcast, or check us out on the iTunes store by doing a search for Radio Drama Revival. And that wraps it up for this week's show. Till next week, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.